Shabbat Shalom. Hope that you are having a great Friday. Glad that you're with us today on Tetelestai, where we are celebrating the finished work of Jesus Christ, and we are talking about how the law, the prophets, and the writings all point to that finished, completed work. The Old Testament is a living testimony to the Messiah, the Lord Jesus Christ, and we are looking at how Jesus explained that, and we're going to see where it does, and that all points to him. As we closed yesterday, we were talking about the fact that the first five books, Torah, were a movie within the movie, and how important it is to see where Christ is revealed even there. So we're going to get back into the message. Moses points to Jesus in this series, Moses, Jesus, and the last days. From Genesis chapter 1 through Genesis chapter 11, you have basically the primeval history up to the Tower of Babel there. You've, you've got a picture there. And then from Genesis chapter 12 to Genesis chapter 50, you have the story of the patriarchs. And again, when you read through these things, you have to read them almost as if you are reading a novel or watching a movie. There is a story that's unfolding here and not reading it just as some sort of an intellectual thing to kind of get through the Bible. And then from Exodus chapter 1 through Exodus chapter 15, you've got the Exodus story, Israel leaving Egypt. And then you've got this little short narrative called the first wilderness wanderings that are given there all the way up to Exodus 18, and you also have the wilderness wanderings re jump back into in Numbers chapter 10 all the way through chapter 36. Then you have Mount Sinai. Israel comes to Mount Sinai, and there's this whole narrative and story about what happens there, what God gives the people there from Exodus 19 through Numbers 10, 10. And then in Deuteronomy chapter 1, all the way through the last chapter, chapter 34, you have Moses basically expounding and teaching the law of God to the people of God. And in each one of these narratives, Jesus is there either in pictures, patterns, or prophecies. He's there all through each one of them. So the one we'll just start with today, because there's no way when I prepared this, I started going through it. I thought, man, no way I'm going to be able to do this in one sermon. So the first section that's really important, and it's, it's profound in a lot of ways because it's foundational, again, to the whole movie, that is the narrative that we're given by Moses of the creation that we are shown. There's the narrative of creation, the creation of the, the, of the universe, but also of the land. And there's a lot that, that, that we could even get into a whole, whole, whole lot about that in chapters 1 and 2 of Genesis. But there's pictures, patterns, and prophecies that are there. If you go back to Genesis, let's go back there to chapter 1. And you're going to notice something that, that a, a, a sequence of things that is a common thread throughout the narratives here. In Genesis chapter 1, verse 28, Then God said, Let us make man in our image after our likeness, 
let them rule over the fish of the sea, over the flying creatures of the sky, over the livestock, over the whole land, over the whole earth, and over every crawling creature that crawls on the earth. God created, or that's verse 26, verse 27, God created humankind in his image. In the image of God, he created him male and female, he created them, and God blessed them, number one, and said to them, be fruitful and multiply their seed. And the third thing, fill the land and conquer it, rule over the fish of the sea, the flying creatures of the sky, over every animal that crawls on the land. There's several things here. One, there's blessing that God gives, promised seed. There is the whole aspect of ruling. And then there is this. Land. I've given you the land. Rule over it now. Subdue it. Conquer it. It's yours. There's a pattern there. Blessing, seed, land that you're going to rule and conquer over. When God created Adam and he created Eve, he placed them. They were created outside. Notice this. They were created outside the garden. God placed them in this garden. Gave it to them and placed them in it. They were outside. God brought them in to this place. And this garden was where God was present with them. It's where they experienced the presence of God. It's where they talked and walked with God. It's where they encountered God and God encountered them. The garden became a temple or tabernacle for them. It's where God dwelt, right? It's a place of worship where they experienced him and his presence. Now, when God created the heavens and the earth, in Genesis chapter 1, how many days does it talk about him working? Seven days. That's right. Seven days, the creation week is divided into that. If Eden is the first temple and the first tabernacle where God dwelt, we might expect to see a pattern repeated concerning the tabernacle that Moses is told to build, and there is a pattern. The blueprints for the tabernacle that God gives to Moses were given to him in seven speeches in the book of Exodus. At the end of the seventh day of creation, the seventh day was known as the what? Day of rest, the Sabbath, the Shabbat. The last of the seven commands or instructions that God gives to Moses concerning the tabernacle is all about the Sabbath. It ends in a place of rest. It climaxes there and it focuses on the Sabbath. In the first chapter of Genesis, the Sabbath is the climax of creation. It's the pinnacle. God has finished doing what he's doing and then... 
when you get to Exodus 31, the last speech that God gives concerning this construction of the tabernacle and talks about the Sabbath, the Sabbath is given as the sign of the covenant between God and Israel. It would be a sign. What's also interesting is that when God finished creating everything, we are told in Genesis chapter 2, after the seventh day, in verse 2, he ceased his labor and he looked at all his work. He blessed the seventh day. He was pleased with it. Everything was what? Good. Very good. It was all good. He was pleased with that and it was completed. When the tabernacle is completed in Exodus chapter 40, God declares and Moses declared that it was good. It was perfect. It was just as God had designed it to be. It was a statement of completion. Everything was complete. Everything was done. And that resulted in something happening. And we're going to get into that, Lord willing, on Monday and continue to see how the glorious word of God the written word has always pointed to the living word, the Messiah Jesus. Shabbat Shalom. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord lift his countenance towards you and give you his peace.